we are playing Ironsworn, Eye of the Storm. It's made a role play. With me today is Aaron. How you doing, Aaron? I'm not doing too bad. <laughs> it's good to see you again. It's been uh, a bunch of episodes. Yeah, I'm scared to be here. I don't know what's going on. I'm very unprepared. You know, I, I, I figured that might happen once in a while where you guys would walk in blind, but that's part of the fun. That's part of the chaos of our Iron Sworn campaign. Uh, for those of you that don't know, we are using the Iron Sworn uh, rules and mechanics. It's a great game. You can get uh, your own copy for free on ironswornrpg.com, but we like to support our creators that we, uh, we use their games for. Uh, so check it out. Uh, but yeah, Aaron, let me, let me fill you in on what happened last time. So Ela, wanting to test her powers, wanting to come to understand the limits of her powers, her ritual ward power, uh, decided to head back to the mountains. The mountains were covered by the storm and then it kind of revealed them again. And she just kind of felt like this was meant to be, uh, they, uh, she, uh, Adon, uh, her former master decided that he wanted to come along and went with her into the mountains and they returned to the corrupted ice reach that they had, uh, that she had explored once. She began by freeing a couple of the Ironlanders that are living here. The, we were calling them the, the storm deniers because they're living here for some reason. They, we figured maybe they're just, you know, want to deny the fact that the storm exists or that it has any effect. They were living near this stone tower. And that was kind of the name of this area. Uh, we freed some of them from the fungus, testing our powers. And uh, they revealed that the fungus originated from underground. So we entered the stone tower. And while poking around, we ended up loosening the ground and we... All as a group, it was three uh, Ironlanders, Ela and Adon, all of them fell through the floor and into uh, this kind of subterranean part of the tower. We explored further and we found barrels of old fruit, like fermented fruit, fermented goods. And we noticed that there was no fungus growing on these barrels. And it led Ela and Adon to the realization that maybe alcohol or vinegar, you know, whatever this substance is, seems to be repelling the fungus. So we uh, dipped all of our weapons and we took, you know, kind of extra barrels of this juice and we mm. ventured further. We found a bake, possibly the bear snake magical hybrid that had uh, bitten Cadigan those many, many years ago. And it seemed trapped by the fungus. We freed it. And in doing so, it seemed to be intelligent enough to understand that we were not a threat. And it actually led us deeper into this subterranean layer where we eventually came upon its cubs. I think we decided to call them snabs for snake cubs. <laughs> but uh, uh, it, it, it kind of ran over to its snabs. Uh, and we realized we were in this big cavern where a tree ant... Uh, had buried itself and was now using its limbs to grow in all directions and its roots, and it seemed to be the source of the corruption of the fungus. We began working on freeing it from the corruption using our, our blades uh, that were dipped in the, in the alcohol, and it worked for mm -hmm. a little bit, but when it became conscious, it kind of freaked out a little bit, and it grabbed Adon, but 
using uh, uh, her intelligence, Ela took a rock and her blade and began sparking. And that light kind of dazzled the tree ant and calmed it down. And eventually we were able to free it enough of its corruption that it was able to speak again. And it began telling us the story of how it came here. That it came from far away, possibly to the south. And on the way here, uh, its intention always being to kind of be put to rest, to, to, to die, because it had lived a very long time. It had been corrupted by this strange fungus. And when it... Uh, got to the mountains, it had kind of lost its mind, but it had nonetheless dug into the ground and um, uh, had never really kind of finished the process of ending its life. Uh, and this corruption, this fungus spread around, and that's what ended up affecting Stone Tower and the Ironlanders. And that's where we kind of ended the last session. So, you know, think about Ela's situation, the fact that she is present in front of a tree ant sorcerer uh adon certainly wouldn't let you forget that that fact what is Ela's next move what do we do now um this tree ant is kind of underground and, and it might need to either dig itself out or w w what are you thinking um i i think that uh uh sorry i got distracted by something for a second <laughs> um i i think that uh uh, I mean, so Ela's already had a conversation with this tree. She's had a short conversation where it has ex explained itself. It has explained where it's come from and where this corruption came from. Um, and it's and, and and I'm kind of adding this now, but but it's I feel like it maybe came here because it wanted to die or it wanted to like enter the new phase of its life or something like that. Um, but the fungus kind of got in the way. So. Um, in, in one way, we are complete with the delving of this place. Um, and let me uh, show our, uh, let's see, here we go. So I'm showing our map, showing our character sheet. Um, the site has been explored and we are free to leave it whenever we want. We've effectively succeeded, but we still have to test the limits of our power. We've got a good amount of progress on that. We still need to find our exiled parents. And we do have some experience that we earned from previous adventures that we could increase one of our assets if we wanted to. And we also have an entire village of Ironlanders who are slowly recovering from this corruption. And we could ask them what oh, they're the up to. I the whole tribe got, got in with the moss too. Uh, it was the it was the defectors. It was the it was the storm deniers that I mentioned. They I they see. kind of made a home here on on the mountainside. Okay, well, I think Ela definitely would like to ask the tree uh, some questions. Okay. The the first of which is probably going to be, "Hi, I'm Ela." <laughs> in case that wasn't obvious. It's so actually, uh, <laughs> you're, you're, ask, you're actually you're asking a good point. What is the name of this tree ant? Maybe we should roll for that. Uh, let's see. Go ahead and roll a d hundred. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, you did that in roll twenty. Let's see what you got. You got I a got sixty-seven. A well. <laughs> For giant, uh, so there's other names. There's giants, Veru. I don't know what the Veru are, and there's trolls. And for sixty-seven, we have 
Jaron, Zivka, or Cluck? Oh, God. Dude, you can't give me Cluck and expect me not to say his name is Cluck. The, the, the okay. tree's name is Cluck. Cluck the tree ant introduces himself. <laughs> maybe he maybe he's called Cluck because like his branches make like a cluck 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 sound or something when he moves. Oh, I like that. Yeah, let's <laughs> go with that. All right, so so you learn that his name is Cluck. Um, w- w- what's the next thing we want to ask him? Um, I mean, he is a powerful sorcerer. He probably knows a lot. He's probably been around for a long time. Uh, well, I mean, I think just out of burning curiosity, Mister Cluck, how the hell are you going to get out of here? Yeah, uh, I think the most obvious is that he's probably going to try to dig himself out. But the question is, does he want to be dug out? I, I, I implied that he may have come here to kind of rest. Um, do we want to ask the Oracle whether he wants to get out or not? I mean, I think, uh, well, I think I'd have a follow-up question for that for the tree, which is um, for Mr. Cluck. Do you want me to put you out of your misery? Right. um how do we want to do this we could either gather information or we could just ask the oracle i think the oracle is a more likely more sensible thing so okay i think it's likely that he wants to end his life and based on everything you said if you agree with that then let's uh, go ahead and roll a d100, and on a 26 or greater, that is the case. 57. 57, which means he does. So he does want to bring his life to a close. He says he's been around for so long. He's seen so many things, and he just wants to, you know, make room for the other saplings. Uh, how do you kill a treant, uh, willingly, well, that's what, no I, less? <laughs> that's what I was about to ask him. Like, Mr. Cluck, is there, what's, like, the best way for me to do this? You don't have, like, a throat that I can slit? <laughs> I, do you want me to, like, burn, em, em, emulate you? I would imagine burning would be the worst possible <laughs> way to die. So... How else do you kill a tree? There has to be some magical way, and it would probably know. Like, it'd probably tell you. What if we roll on the action and theme table, and maybe that will reveal it to us. R- roll a d100 to find out the action. Uh, d2. Debate. Okay, this is weird. Roll another d100 to find the theme. Oh, God, do I have to do, like, a Lincoln Douglas with the tree to decide how he's going to die? <laughs> 31. 31. Hope. Debate. Hope. Or hope to debate. Debate. Hope. This isn't very helpful, and, and, and I think it's okay if we can... We could ignore this if this isn't helpful. I mean, that implies them to try to talk him out of it, which, to be clear, I have no intention of doing. Hmm, hmm. How would you kill a tree ant? I mean, if if he doesn't say anything else, I'm probably just going to chop him up into progressively smaller bits <laughs> until he stops talking. Um, yeah, Ghost of Eli suggests dynamite. I don't think they have dynamite in the Ironlands. Um, chopping him up is brutal and possible. Um... 
Maybe, maybe... How about this? I think the tree ant would say, just leave me alone, and now I can finish the process of dying uh, now that this fungus has not corrupted me. Uh, okay. Do you want to chop him up brutally, or do you want to just let him pass? No, if he, if, he wants to, if he wants to just sadly die, that's, that's fine. If he, doesn't want, like, if, if he doesn't want the excitement of being chopped up to bits, I won't force it on him. But right. 51 or greater, he wants to be chopped up because he's a Oh, man, you're giving psychopath. me a chance at that? Yeah, 51 or greater. Hell yeah. Because that's how we roll here. Oh, my God. 66. <laughs> doubles, hey. no less. This is like a critical. <laughs> don't, don't, don't write checks you're not willing to cash. <laughs> so I would imagine over the course of, of some time, Ela asks the, the, the three Ironlanders, along with any other Ironlanders that she might heal while she's here, to go through the process of chopping up this guy. So we'll say Whoa, that... whoa, whoa. Before that. Okay. Before that, I would also... Okay, Mr. Clock, we're going to put you out of your misery. Thank you. That's, that, that's going to happen. Right. But before that, do you happen to know anything about what, say, 14, 15 miles north of here? Mm, okay. I think you're asking for... You can either secure an advantage or you're trying to gather information. I think I'm trying to gather information. All right. You're going to roll plus wits. And you can add plus one to this because last session we ended with you having a plus one to whatever your next roll is. Okay. So when you say – so I roll a d100 and I add no, one? No. You're on the character sheet. You're going to go to your summary. I understand. You're going to okay. roll plus wits plus one. It will give you a chance to add a modifier. been so long for some players that they have forgotten how to use it but that's all right miss. we get a miss <laughs> on a miss your investigation unearths a dire threat or reveals an unwelcome truth that undermines your quest pay the price before we kind of decide for sure roll a d100 and let's pay the price to find out i don't like paying the price yeah <laughs> 62 62 it is harmful. Now, do, do you have any bright ideas immediately? Because I have something. I mean, maybe just like the information is like emotionally damaging. Like it's yeah. underwater now or something. And oh. there's no way you can get to it. Uh, I, I like the underwater part. Um, maybe another possibility is that the tree ant came from the north and the corruption you know, was found there. So there's a chance your parents, if they're around, they might have this corruption. But fortunately, if that's the case, I've got this barrel full of, of, of juice, of miscellaneous un uncategorized juice. Yes. That... <laughs> so that maybe that's not the worst thing. Not to mention, uh, you have before used your ward ritual to split people from the, uh, uh the disease. So, you're not terribly worried now that I think about it. Well, there you it. go. This doesn't sound like that bad of news. Well, it, it well, it's a miss, so I think that's what it definitely implies. There's a there's the, the the fungus came from the north, as did the tree ant. Your parents might be uh in a precarious situation and uh it could be harmful to them. I think that's I think that's realistic. If you're saying, though, that it's emotionally damaging, then I think you should endure stress. Okay. So you're going to roll either spirit or heart, whichever is higher. 
Let's see. Heart is pretty high. Heart is three, but your spirit is five. So you're going to click the spirit uh, at the top of the character sheet, and you're going to roll with that. Okay. Strong hit. hit. Nice. On a strong hit, you can shake it off, so you're not going to lose any of your spirit. Um, Or you can embrace the darkness and take plus one momentum. But your momentum is at max. Oh, so that doesn't really. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. What was the first option again? First I option got distracted is... by the excitement of the last bit. <laughs> uh, on a strong hit, you shake it off. Your spirit does not diminish. So basically, your spirit remains at five. Great. Cool. Okay. So you steal yourself with the knowledge that the that the fungus could be to the north, as with your parents. Who knows if they've been affected by it? Um, but you know at least what to kind of look for when you when you head in that direction. Uh, anything else that we need to ask or inquire from our friend, the Treant Sorcerer, Cluck? Mr. Do you think, Cluck. Do you think he would know the source of the storm or something like that? I was just going to ask him, what's past the storm? Great minds think alike, Aaron. Yeah, I, I think we should gather information again and... Let's see what happens. So when you gather information, you're going to roll plus wits. Miss. Oh boy, a miss. On a miss, your your investigation unearths a dire threat or reveals an unwelcome truth that undermines your quest. Pay the price. So an unwelcome I mean, truth, What what would that be? I mean, it could be as simple as he doesn't know, or um, I mean, I, it could, or it could range. It could range from he doesn't know to being as bad as, uh, well, there's like a wall of fire or something that's just gonna burn you to death if you try to cross it. Yeah, I think <laughs> that like as a tree ant, maybe he just didn't really pay attention much to mm-hmm. the the reason this storm is here. Simply that it appeared and he kind of made his way. Um, yeah, I just think we don't really learn anything from him. Unfortunately, however, we still have to pay the price. So roll a d hundred. Rolling a d hundred. Ninety nine. Weird. That's bad, right? That was a weird effect. Ninety nine. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) Roll twice. Both results occur. If they are the same result, make it worse. (laughs) Okay, roll it twice. It's weird to get this on a gather information roll. Okay, 30, 30 at 85. Yeah, something some dark knowledge. Yeah, something of value is lost or destroyed, and a surprising development complicates your quest. Something of value is lost or destroyed. A surprising development complicates your quest. And this was on a gather information roll asking about the source of the storm. Man, that's this a weird is... one. It's a weird one. Chat, if you have any bright ideas, feel free Um, to chime in. But I think we either leave this be for now, and as we come to realize what it really really means, a surprising development. Well, it seems like it's got to be something storm-related, whatever it is. Right, yeah. We're asking, like, what is the source of this storm? And what they tell us is either I don't know with some kind of, you know, bad 
additional stuff on top of it, or they know and it's a really bad thing, like, you know, um, what created it is not of this earth, or, or uh, what created it is, is you know, or man. Maybe, maybe there's, like, an implication that whatever's beyond the storm is somehow worse. Um, yeah, maybe what, maybe what started the storm is what's worse, and, like, for our own protection, we should stay in the storm. Like, there's something dangerous out there. We, like, we... you, like, you take a step outside of the storm, and boom, Godzilla. Right. I think we did decide, after looking at murals when we were with half. That whatever created the storm is not human, and it was not elves. So that seems completely reasonable. Like, whatever is out, whatever created the storm is still out there, and whoever they are, they are a lot more dangerous than anything we're dealing with in here. And this is certainly bad news for people like Adon. Adon is part of the cartographers, and the cartographers mm-hmm. want to get off the Ironlands. So this news is... It complicates, like, that's like an existential crisis for them. Yeah, because, like, he's all about, they're all about getting off. So it's like, now now the question is, do we, you know, does Adon suppress this information or, you know, kind of what comes next? Nonetheless, we still have uh, the vow of testing the limits of our power. Is there any way that I can do that by destroying this tree? Well, I I don't... I don't think so. I'm not because... seeing anything on the rituals that would suggest that I could do that. Uh, like, for instance, when you first inflict harm against a foe within the boundary, you can inflict plus one harm. So you could say that you build a ward and then, like, start, you know, anyone that attacks the tree end is able to s- successfully chop them up, like, quicker. Do you know Do you know that episode of Futurama where they have, like, the Rube Goldberg suicide machine? <laughs> yeah. That's kind, yeah. Of, that's kind of what I'm imagining right now. <laughs> Okay, so we have to experience, what if we click the second box in the ward, which says, as above, and improve the effect of of your ward, plus two momentum or plus two harm, and almost certain. So basically, we increase the damage uh, when when a, a foe is within the boundary of the ward. Hell yeah, it'll pull him out of his misery that much sooner, and it'll make everyone else terrified of me. Because I did a thing that that made this tree easy to kill. Okay, that sounds great. So you know, you definitely use a new aspect of your of your ability. You create the ward where the the treant is, and you invite these Ironlanders and Adon to bring their axes, and they start chopping. And um, the tree, it's kind of into it, and it's a little unsettling. Well, <laughs> you see, if we all take a, if we all take a swing, we all share the accountability, and no one has yes. to feel guilty. <laughs> yes. So, now that you've done that, um, however long that takes, you guys would eventually be able to leave this this uh, underground layer, and you would make your way to back to the top. And I would imagine that once you guys exit the stone tower, uh, the 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 Ironlanders that are kind of free of the fungus would would lead you back to their um, uh, houses where there are other Ironlanders who seem to be slowly recovering from the corruption. 
do we want to attempt to forge some kind of bond with these people? Um, yeah. Yeah, why not? I mean, I don't want to... I, I, I mean, because it sounds like otherwise they're going to get, like, left behind and... Now, here's the uh, thing. They want they they were purposely left behind. They wanted to be left behind. So right. it, it's a question of you can either test the bond uh, or, excuse me, forge a bond with them. And should you ever return to this mountain, you have you have uh, a bond with these people. So or you could try to I compel a, them to leave. Can I ask a clarifying question? Sure. Is this like a recent develop? Is this like something that just happened or no. have they been here for a while? So the story is, is that Servin which is uh, one of uh, Hila's friends, returned to this location with Hila because many, many years ago, him and his lover Cadigan assisted these Ironlander deniers or these storm deniers into the mountains. And Cadigan got left behind. And so that's why they had returned to this place. Does that clarify it for you? Yeah. And you know what? Like, if, if that's the case, I mean, because otherwise... The, the whole tribe has like a mentality of like oh not another mouth to feed so it seems unlikely to me that there would be any incentive for Ela to try to convince them to come along because maybe, that's just more resources you know used. maybe maybe these iron storm deniers are more like we would rather live in the storm and let hundreds of years pass and possibly it be the end of the storm. Like, maybe these are like a small cult of people that are like, we'd rather just become iron and wait for all this to, to go away, right? Right, especially if from their perspective, no time is passing in between. That makes sense. I mean, that seems like a perfectly reasonable thing to do. I don't see why I would try to stop them from doing that. Yeah, so, so this is what you learn as you kind of go up top, you start meeting these people, their minds are returning to them, the fungus is no longer affecting them, and you're going to try to forge a bond with them. So... You are going to roll plus heart, and let's see what you get. Plus heart. Strong hit. Nice. On a strong hit, make note of the bond. So we'll go to your bond section, and we will create a new bond. We'll call this the... What do we want to call them? Oh, storm deniers. Um... Because we've kind of settled that they're not really mm. deniers so much as they are like realists. They're like they're just accepting it. Really, they're like nihilists. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the the storm acceptors for now. Uh, tentatively, I feel like I. I mean, I don't know if it's a group that they haven't had a lot of contact with they probably wouldn't have a badass name for them so maybe storm acceptors is Th that's fine. fine for now if we think of a better <laughs> thing we can uh, their location is stone tower uh and we have decided uh, uh, their descriptors they've decided to live in the storm until it goes away uh q storm says parker woodley <laughs> uh okay so those are our bonds we're gonna actually uh add a new bond uh, level because we've done a strong hit with them uh, let me confirm that we've done everything on a strong hit <clears throat> you can take either plus one spirit or you can take plus two momentum I think plus one spirit well plus one spirit's your only option but it's already at plus five so nothing happens I will allow you to take plus one to your supply if you want uh, maybe these That's people cool. offer you food and stuff so go ahead and increase your supply to one. Cool. And sure enough, 
you know, they are grateful to you for lifting this corruption. They, uh, you know, kind of explain why they're here and why they'd like to stay. What else do you want to do? Because I think we're getting close to deciding whether the storm is moving or not. Yeah, I mean, I think that once that's been accomplished, I don't see what what else Ela would need from any of these people. I think Ela would now start preparing herself for possibly venturing into the storm to look for her parents. Did you roll a strong hit on... Oh, actually, I don't think we did roll for that. That's fine. Uh, yeah, you do want to go... I mean, that's what you want to do, but you're still quite a distance away from making it. So you, we either return to the tribe or we keep heading north in the hopes that the storm also moves north. But that would be a bit of a gamble. Well, and now correct me if I'm wrong, there is a way that these people are able to go into the... Certain select few people can are able to enter into the storm, right? Well, I think these... we decided that the only way you can enter the storm for a long period of time and not turn to iron is you have to wear a special suit. So we might have to retrieve that from... Yeah, our I'm tribe. wondering if... I'm wondering if Ela wouldn't think about trying to find a way to um, somehow procure one of those. Okay, so then if Priority is returning to the tribe to kind of get this, the, these these ironproof suits, then we're going to leave this place. Now, we still have not finished our progress of testing the limits of your power. Um, did, I not, did I not kill that tree? You did kill the tree, but... <laughs> We, we didn't really roll for it. If you wanted to, because I do think you do have to roll for your ward. Um, no, it, it, it's it's only when you want to trap somebody in the foe that you have to roll for it. Actually, no, it, it does ask you to make a, a plus wits roll. So go ahead and roll plus wits. And let's see how you do. And if it's, if it's at least a weak hit, we'll say that it is progress. Okay, it can either be real bad or it can be good with a strong hit. You'll have to burn your momentum. I, If I have momentum to burn, I'm definitely going to do that. Okay, so we'll say that, you know, testing the, these new parts of your power work. You make the progress. Uh, re reduce your momentum to two. Remind me where the momentum it's is. It's actually at... now at the top of the character sheet. Uh, health, experience... Oh, well, I see it. Yeah. Okay. So reduce it to two. Now we have nine out of ten. Let's see if we can complete this vow. What you're going to do is you're going to roll 2d10, and as long as those d10 are less than nine, this will be a strong or a weak hit. 2d10. Okay. 2d10. Let's see what we get. A one and a one six. One and a six. That is a strong hit. Um, so you are fulfilling your vow. Uh, there is a roll for that. On a strong hit, your quest is complete, and you can, uh, mark experience. So we are going to add another two experience to your experience. So you now have four. You've used two. Uh, so you have another two experience that you can spend if you want. And we have completed that vow. Hell yeah. Uh, do Hell, you, yeah. Do you want to uh, spend your experience right now and increase that ward to the next checkbox, and thus we have completely tested the limits of our of our power, and the ward is fully actualized? What I think, think that's appropriate. Okay. Yeah. Let's max that out. Nice. So now, when you perform this ritual, add plus one 
uh, to, I suppose, your wits roll and take plus one momentum on a hit. That sounds super handy. Amazing. We have spent that experience. Our final task, if we're going to return to the village, is we need to escape the depths. Uh, this is a standard roll for whenever you are leaving a site. And... Ooh, I have a quick question. Go though. ahead. Can I take any of the wood from the tree with me? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't know if it's going to be useful for anything, but you never know. It's you magic. You never know. Yeah, well, absolutely. I don't, maybe maybe it'll be handy for something. I don't know. You, you take a nice chunk of, of possibly magical wood. Uh, let's have you... How are you returning? Are you uh, going the fastest way? Um, uh, stealing yourself against the horrors? Fighting your way out? Retracing your steps? Or keeping out of sight? Well, retrace... It doesn't... We fell in, right? Uh, no, I mean, we're basically at the top level now. It's basically just a matter of getting down the mountain at this point. I see. Well, so it doesn't... It doesn't sound like retracing our steps makes sense, though, because it sounds like that'd be potentially more difficult. I I mean, I could say you're retracing your steps, like making sure you go down the mountain the right way, not to not to trip or fall or anything like that. Okay. Unless you yeah, want to go as would... fast as possible. Um, no, you're on a you don't want to go you don't want to go fast on a mountain. You want to go safe on a mountain. Exactly. So let's roll plus our wits. Let's see what we get. Summary wits. Weak okay. hit. A weak hit. Not bad. On a weak hit, you find your way out, but this place exacts its price. Choose one. You are weary and you endure harm. Uh, you endure stress. You are delayed. You leave behind something important. You face a new complication as you emerge from the depths. Or a denizen plots their revenge. Ooh, I want, I like a good revenge plot. Okay. I don't know who would plan their revenge against me out of that, though. Well, the only other person besides the Ironlanders that stayed up there was the Bake, the snake bear. You did help that snake bear, hmm. but maybe it needs to feed its babies. And um, maybe, maybe the Bake, the, a Bake sounds like an extremely sadistic creature. So I don't, I don't think we've seen the last of the Bake. Okay. So although you helped it. It still needs to feed its babies, and and it's, and maybe it plots its revenge in some way. It's a it's a bear with with snake legs. I don't trust that shit. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> no, it's a it's a bear with a snake head. Okay, uh, that's now see that's way better. I was imagining like a bear like slithering along on like these weird tentacles. Because it would be a bear <laughs> with like four tentacles. Yeah, that would be really strange. I suppose it could de de depend on who's playing that day, so maybe it could be what you're saying. <laughs> Either way, it plots its revenge, so does that mean to you that it comes after us, that it's following us, or that if should we ever return, we might come across it? Ooh, I think it's going to, like, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm ignorant about my ba my bake lore, but it seems to me that maybe it would, like, stock us back to the camp and wait for an opportunity to strike okay we will we will remember that uh let's make note like of that just my own death warrant, but... so we escape the depths we're not moving quickly so i think that it does warrant us asking what direction the storm is moving so mm -hmm. with true north being eight roll a d8 and let's determine 
what happens? A two. Two. So that means it moves west. Uh, which That's not where I wanted to go. It's not where you wanted to go. Um, let's see. Just do west. It's going to look like this, I think. Yeah, I think that's good enough. We move due west. Uh, we'll say that we have... Um, ha we'll say that we've headed north, so we're now en entering, like, the foresty regions, coming down off the mountain, and we eventually find the tribe. Or, I'm just thinking about this when you escape the depths, uh, you face a new complication as you emerge from the depths. We could say that if the bait doesn't follow us, we can't find the tribe. The tribe is somewhere and we're having a hard time finding them. Interesting. Which do you think is more interesting in the moment? I mean, like in terms of likelihood, I as much as I want, want you know, the bake part two the them finding having difficulty refining the camp sounds like it makes more sense to me yeah something's up uh maybe the the, the tribe didn't properly plan so we don't know where they are let's we, we need to figure out where they are now right so um we need to gather information or secure an advantage try uh what, what, what do you think you we should do Face danger by just kind of exploring the wilderness. Uh, I want to face danger. Okay, that makes I sense. I want to. I know where I'm going. I think I'm we're just gonna go. We're we're rolling with our expertise and insight and observation. Roll plus wits. It's not the best one, but I'll take it. Strong no. hit. Still got a strong hit though. That's good. On a strong hit, you are successful. Take plus one momentum, so you can increase your momentum to. Uh, Three? Three. And, I mean, I guess you, we could just say that you find them. I mean, that's a, that's what happens with a strong hit. So, you know, sure enough, they uh, are not exactly where you expect. Um, are they in the center hex where they're supposed to be, or are they somewhere else? I would be, I, I personally would be disturbed if I saw them anywhere but the, the, the center of the eye. Okay. That... So you, you, you... Find them. They're not exactly at the center. Let's say maybe they're coming up from the south. Like maybe they had like, you know, found some trouble and had been a little slower. So they're in the center hex, but kind of like towards the south of the center mm -hmm. hex. You make it back and everything's A-OK. -okay. Um, I think we should either sojourn or make camp. I think sojourning makes more sense since we are with our tribe again. Uh, can you reiterate to me what mechanically sojourn means? When you spend time in a community seeking assistance, you roll plus heart. So basically we can resupply, we can heal if we're hurt. I think Ela has taken some damage. Yeah, she only has a health of plus two. You only have a supply of plus one. Uh, so there are things we can do. We can recover and recuperate from ailments. Uh, I mean, so... My so health can't go up anymore. Health can Supply. go up. Health can go okay. up if you roll well enough. Then I think that is the priority. Okay, we're gonna roll plus heart, and you can add plus one because you share a bond with the tribe. We hit. 
On a weak hit, you can choose one. If you choose, if you share a bond, choose one more. Hmm. Choose one of what? Uh, you can either clear a condition. You can take plus one to your health, take plus one to your spirit, take plus one to your supply, or you can recover, which is uh, within that. There's take plus two to your health, plus two to your spirit, plus two to supply, plus two to momentum. I think you're going to probably recover. That yeah, that that sounds like the best option. And you want to increase your health and your supply. Yes. Okay. So your health is going to go to four. Your supply is going to go to three. Sojourn complete. Sojourn complete. You are feeling better. What is going on in Ela's mind, though? Uh, what 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 is her next move? What does she want to oh, do next? God, I just think she's really straight. You know, she knows now. Her parents are a stone's throw away, and they're like they're covered in this moss. Maybe like their iron form was like damaged by the moss or something, and they're just gonna be dead. Uh, I think Ela probably doesn't rest very well. If at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's probably really brewing. This is this this means thinking, I guess. Yeah. Uh, on um on how she's gonna on how she's gonna convince someone to give her what she needs to to get up there. Well, if she wants to if she wants to wait it out and see what direction the storm is moving, we could just roll again to see what direction the storm moves. Or she can start making moves, trying to convince people to let her borrow that Stormbird and borrow those uh, suits of anti-armor or anti-iron. I mean, plan, plan for the worst. Like, best worst-case scenario, she gets the stuff and then the storm goes in the right direction. That would be a win-win. All right. So we are trying to gain this, this, this anti-iron suit that we know they have. We'll say that the... Who do you think would have the iron suit? Would it be the historians, the cartographers? I think the ironmongers. Uh, I mean, I don't think the historians would would care because they True. they they're pretty pro. They're pretty pro eye. True. I feel like um, the cartographers. I I definitely think would have one because you know okay. they're always they're always ready to go. Yeah. So I think that if because like if they had like a situation where you know there was like a potential crossing where they could get out somewhere and maybe see the edge or something they're, they're probably ready to do that so i'd assume that they'd have some okay and it's good that you have adon as a bond so you could kind of lead with him going to the cartographers now here's the question does adon drop the fact of what the treant told them that there is something worse waiting for anyone that tries to leave the Ironlands? Ooh, I mean, from Ayla's perspective, that seems above Ayla's pay grade. No. Like, that's like, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, may maybe she would, like, influence him in some way, but... So you're saying that Ayla thinks it's best if they say something? I don't, I think Ayla doesn't know. I think Ayla is probably looking at it, and I, if if I'm Ayla, I'm looking at it and saying, okay, well, we should tell people this, but on the other hand, what's the cost of that going to be? socially right would anyone even believe it if you know why why bother it's just gonna freak people out uh, yeah because adon let's let's ask the oracle um 51 or greater adon feels compelled to tell his cartographer brothers and sisters 
78. So he feels like he needs to tell them this latest bit of information. Do you think that Elo would keep him from saying it? Would she try to no, compel him? I think in this case, Elo would defer to, to him. Okay. That seems that seems more up more his speed than it than it is for me. Okay. So they have a meeting with the cartographers. What, how are the like? How do the cartographers meet? Is there anything special? Or are they just meeting under oh, a tent? I it's probably super cool. It's probably like inside the boat that they That's have right. ready. They have I boat. imagine it's like some kind of like knights of the round table like ready room situation where yeah. there's like a like a like a semicircle that's hollow in the middle that they all like sit around <laughs> <laughs> i imagine they make a show out of it so they sit and adon tells them what they've learned is there a role that needs to be had for that do we need to face danger or um possibly seems... fulfill a, a a new vow it seems dangerous in the sense that you're the first dude that said that the Earth is round and not at the center of the universe. Kind uh, of way. Uh. Um, like even if they even if they believed it, it seems like that they might have a desire to suppress that information. So True. it does seem dangerous to me. So I think that would True. be appropriate. Okay, so we are going to ah, bah, 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 bah. he's saying this with courage. So I think we're going to roll with heart. And although this is Ela's stats. I think we can still kind of count it. So we'll roll with heart. Facing danger. Emotional let's see what happens. Support. We can. Okay. You succeed but face a troublesome cost. You either suffer momentum, endure harm, endure stress, or suffer supply. Mm. So I lose I lose momentum. I, I, one of the options is lose momentum, right? Lose momentum, endure harm, endure stress, or suffer supply. I think I think I'll lose momentum. Okay, so reduce that momentum back to two. Um, how is that symbolized? Perhaps they they are quite wary of what you're saying. Maybe it's you know it's just one of those things where it's like an argument. You know they they they're not going to believe it the first time you hear it, but you you still have to make your case for it being true. So at the end they might come to kind of like a tenuous like ah okay we'll look into it or we'll right. we'll, we'll kind of explore what that might mean, but you know you're maybe mentally tired i i like that i like that um you know basically adon doesn't get the progress that he wants in revealing this to them so we've revealed that now it's time to ask them if we can use their iron suit so you need to compel them uh let's see are you charming them bartering are you threatening them or are you lying or swindling to them roll plus heart if you are bartering or convincing I think my only hope is to try to convince them that there's some other reason I need to go up there. Roll plus heart. Let's see what yeah. happens. Okay. Weak hit. On a weak hit, they'll do what you want. You're going to take plus one momentum, so it goes back to three. But they ask something of you in return. Envision what they want. Does they... Anybody... There's... Yeah. There's probably something up there. We I, here's how I see that. I mentioned I need to go up north to uh -huh. do a a thing, mm -hmm. and then they're probably like, "Oh, that's perfect. We want to check X out up there." Right now, how can we tie that into the last fact that they're kind of flabbergasted by this whole, you know, outside the storm? Um, maybe there's a way. Maybe there's a way to like either ver like verify. 
maybe maybe there's a way that would indicate whether or not that that's actually true or not. Maybe there's like some additional piece of information they could gather there that might um, either confirm that that is the case or um, you know prop up their own views. I like that idea, or they want a sample of the fungus. All that would also work. That seems simpler. If we go with your idea, I'd like to roll. Maybe, you know, because they're the cartographers and they keep track of everything, maybe once you tell them, look, this is where I want to go, they look at their maps and they decide, oh, or maybe they tell you what kind of place this is. And maybe we can roll for a delve site. We can kind of define what it is. And they say we want to retrieve something from there. So it's a little bit more of a complicated process, but it might get us more information about this location. It seems like it can be both, you know, get us a sample of the moss and also, you know... You go 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 check this out while you're there. Gotcha. So they want a sample of the moss. So you're gonna make a vow um, to return a sample of the fungus to the cartographers. Uh, this is a vow we're gonna make. Let's first complete this because we're fulfilling or because we're making a vow. We have to swear an iron vow. You are going to roll plus heart. Good thing you've got a lot of heart. I do have a lot of heart. Weak hit. On a weak hit, you are determined, but begin your quest with more questions than answers. That makes sense. Take plus one momentum and envision what you do to find a path forward. So we know that we need the iron suit. They're giving it to us. Um, let's decide what is there. Um, because it has that fungus... Maybe we already know that it's corrupted. Do you like that idea, or do you want to just kind of roll for something else? The the suit is, or the site is? So the site has two parts to it. It has a theme, and it has a domain. Uh, the theme that it could be is corrupted, and it would um, signify that this place is possibly corrupted by the fungus, just how the mountainscape where the Ironlander defectors were. Or we can roll for something completely new, and the fungus is just a part of it. That seems that seems completely reasonable. All right, so we'll keep the theme that this place is corrupted, but we're going to roll for a new domain. So, with that in mind, one, two, nine, ten, eleven. Roll a d12, and we'll ignore a twelve. One, two, three. We have a frozen cavern, a place of deep caves Ooh. and enduring cold. Oh. Okay. It's interesting because it's similar to the, the ice reach, which was the mountain place. So there seems to be a theme where this fungus can grow in cold places. That's something to keep in mind. Now, does the iron, the... Uh... The storm spacesuit does it come with like an instruction manual or something, or do I just like put it on? Uh, is it does it look like a does it look like a, like a like a real like astronaut like spacewalk suit? That's that's all up to <laughs> you today. You are the the leader of today's session, so I would imagine yeah, it's like a a, pri, a, a what is it medieval uh, spacesuit? Yeah, suit. I like the idea of it being like made out of like bronze or something but it has all of the like constituent parts of like just a regular ass nasa spacesuit okay and so it's like really big and bulky and... yes 
It's big and bulky, which means I don't think she can wear it traveling. So, like, she's got to put it, like, on a pack mule or something, and then when she enters the storm, she puts it on. Mm-hmm. Is the pack mule she wants to bring along with her the Stormbird? If I can get it. Okay, I like this. I like where <laughs> this is going. Because, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Stormbird can also enter the... Yeah, the, the Stormbird the... is completely unaffected by the storm. I just want the Stormbird again. We are going to add a new site uh, to kind of complete this. Uh, the domain is a frozen cavern. The theme is that it is corrupted. Um, uh, the site name, we can kind of decide, but we're basically saying it's frozen caverns. We can maybe make up make up something. The objective is to what? Retrieve your parents? Retrieve my parents. Retrieve Side parents. note, acquire sample. Acquire the sample, that's right. Uh, so, this, what, we need to decide the difficulty of this site. Is it troublesome, dangerous, formidable, extreme, or epic? Oh, it's probably, I, I'm not sure in terms of the, the odds of this character dying, what exactly all of that means, but it seems like this is going to be pretty tough. Like, we're going into the storm to get somewhere. Uh, True, maybe and, be, the, the sheer fact that it's still in yeah. the storm is what makes it, so we'll call it an extreme challenge that seems fitting on top of this we need to decide the denizens that live in this corrupted frozen cavern um what are some very common denizens that might exist well they all have to be storm friendly right like that it has to be something that's going to be active no not necessarily storm. it's i mean basically anything in the storm is turned to iron so it could be whatever lives there ghost of eli suggests a goat uh, an ice worm which would be cool but that's if it's an ice that worm seems like go ahead that seems maybe like one step i, I don't know if we mean like worm or worm well but... worm as in dragon is oh, a possibility for sure why a why um, worm which could god be an rare. ice cave Ice cave in the middle of a storm? Why would it not be a fucking dragon? It, let's just make it a dragon. All right, so an <laughs> ice worm lives in this uh, place. Uh, do we want to say that it's uh, a common? Like it's definitely going to be there? It's definitely its home? Or is it rarely there? I think it's kind of cool if it is a common denizen. I think it, I think it's like its lair. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So we yeah, will we're... say the ice worm lives there. Um, any other denizens that you think might be able to cohabitate with this ice worm? Well, it's got to have something to eat. Uh-huh. So maybe, maybe like, it has, like, what if it, okay, hear me out. What if it's, like, a, uh, what if it's, like, a cattle herding dragon okay. that raises its own livestock in order to feed itself? I like that idea. So what might it keep in this, uh, in this place? Uh. I think maybe like I imagine it's gonna be like whatever it can find for the most part. So it might be he might have like a or the dragon. I don't want the I don't want the gender something that doesn't need to be gendered. Um, but it has you know like it's pulling in like sheep and cattle, maybe horses. Maybe it has a storm bird or two. Maybe that's like 
I don't. Maybe that's what it eats on Christmas or whatever. I don't know. Now we we need to think about these denizens <laughs> as things that are potentially dangerous. So we'll say co- we'll say cattle. That's fine for for very common things. But now we need to think about things that are are kind of potentially dangerous. There could what be. What about? Go ahead. What about like a bull? That's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. We'll say bull. Or it can be dangerous. Can be dangerous. Uh, what else kind of thrives in the ice? Uh, Ghost of Eli is not happy that we have turned her W O R M worm into a W Y R M worm. <laughs> that's that's the the way it goes. Uh, we could say that there is a dire ice worm, uh, just to make it. Uh, that does sound. That audience. does sound terrifying. That that does sound. That does sound terrifying. I didn't mansplain it to Ghost of Eli Parker. I mansplained it to Aaron. <laughs> thus making it just a splain. Um, another uncommon denizen, maybe like a like a, a troll. Trolls live in ice caves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, what else lives in cold? Alpacas. Alpacas, not dangerous. not dangerous. I just like, I just like the word alpaca. Um, they could be rabid alpacas. They could be vampiric alpacas. Rabid vampire alpacas. Rabid vampire alpacas. They're a little more rare, but they exist. And finally, I just want to add something completely unforeseen. Um, let me just look at what we have here. Maybe a husk. Maybe some other kind of creature. Uh, a husk. A husk sounds like almost you know some kind of zombie zombie creature of right. some sort. We'll that put, seems reasonable. We'll put a husk of some kind under unforeseen. Because we have come across husks before. All right, so we have our frozen cavern. Let's name this place. Surely if a worm lives there, there's a name for it. Um, something, something involving ice. Oh, uh, so I just looked at one. If you want to roll, we can. But I just found one called Wyvern's Rest. Hell yeah. Why would we do anything else? Why? It's indeed. called Wyvern's Rest. So we know of Wyvern's Rest because the cartographers have come up upon it before. Um, we've decided the difficulty of it, and we know that we are going to have to traverse it. Now, before we leave, we have the suit. Do we want to like gain any help? Do we want Adon to come with us? Do we want to bring that Stormbird with us? What do we want to do? Uh, well, the Stormbird, for sure. Adon, eh, if he wants to come. I can care less. Yeah, definitely I think... Definitely the Stormbird. Definitely the Stormbird, which means you're going to have to compel the person who is currently in charge of it, which is half. Well, I brought the Stormbird into this world, and I'm <laughs> going to steal it back. So, yes, let's go. I, I would like to go try the steal. Uh, maybe maybe not steal. Maybe just borrow Sure. Uh, the Stormbird from half. So... Um, set the scene for us. What does it look like approaching half when he's training the Stormbird? Um, I like to imagine he still has like a like a hole where he got pecked. Mm. Um, but I mean, I don't know. It's po- Pokemon shit. He's, he's he's out somewhere doing Pokemon shit with the Stormbird, <laughs> and <laughs> I, um, Ayla walks up, um, and says, "Hey." Nice Stormbird. May I please borrow your Stormbird? Simple enough. You're going to make a compel <laughs> roll. Uh, you are trying to barter or convince them. You're going to roll plus heart. Let's see what you get. 
And this will decide on a weak hit. Weak, weak hit. They're very malleable, apparently. They'll do what you want, but they ask of something in return. So increase, oh, your, mo increase your momentum to one. What do you want? What do you want, Half? Jeez, I, I think on. Half wants to come along. I don't think Half wants to just give a random member of the tribe control oh, that's even over better. Stormbird. That's great. Come, come along, Half. That's awesome. I'll let you die instead of me. That sounds great. <laughs> You've had your time in the spotlight. This is my turn now. So worlds collide. <laughs> Half uh, is convinced by Ela to help her and uh, 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 journey with her to the north. Let's look at the map real quick and just understand where your parents are. So we are here, and your parents are to the north this way. So you're going to have to travel through about three hexes, which is, yeah, it's, it's like, you know, seven times three because each hex is about seven miles. Ignore what it's saying. We're going to have to do like a marathon to get there. So let's do this. Let's first decide, um, is the storm, where does the storm move? Because I think this has probably taken a couple of days, all of this sojourning and gathering information and, and compelling. Um, what did I do with the storm? Uh, I lost it. It's on the GM layer. Huh, interesting. Um, well, problem solved. No more storm. <laughs> I Show need to over. Figure this out. <laughs> oh, uh, GM info layer. Uh, interesting. Uh, let's see. Let me zoom out here. Uh, oh, man. This is an interesting conundrum. Uh, map. Map. There it is. Layer, take it to the token layer, and this, hmm. This is the kind of hard-hitting entertainment you come to a sport. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thrilling stuff here. Uh, oh, there there it is. Layer, take it to the token layer. There we go. Just saved it. Okay, go, going back here. Going to go to objects and tokens. Zooming back in again. Everything's fine. Here we go. Let's roll a d8 to determine what direction the storm has moved over the last couple days. That's a d20. Roll again. Oh. <laughs> Want to roll a d8. I can read, I swear. Oh, eight. eight. Uh, that is great news because that it means it moves true north. Which means if we look, uh, put it on the GM layer. We are now very close to it. So, so in fact, the hex is up here. We're basically within reach. So we would only just have to enter the storm to for a get, little bit. Yeah, to, for just a little bit. So you head off in the direction. I think it's only fair that we undertake a journey. But since we've already chosen the theme and the domain of this place, but we're not there yet. Let's undertake a journey. We're going to undertake a journey and we'll decide that it is a troublesome journey only. So we'll be able to make progress quickly. Uh, so on your character sheet, we are going to go to progress. And we're just going to say undertake the journey 
to Wyvern's Rest. And we'll call it a troublesome journey. We'll make our first roll to undertake that journey. Um, roll plus wits. And you are going to add plus one because you are leaving from the tribe from which you have a bond. Weak, weak hit. On a weak hit, you may choose... Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. On a weak hit, you reach a waypoint, but you suffer one to supply. So decrease your supply to two. And we're going to find a waypoint. To determine this, let's roll on a location. Roll a d100. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. A marsh. We come upon a marsh. Ugh. And roll another d100 to determine the description of this marsh. Twenty-eight. It is blocked. A blocked marsh. So what does this place look like? A blocked marsh. Is it just flooded? I think it's flooded, but maybe there's like... Um... I'm almost imagining, like, on the trees, there's, like, I over the years, like, iron obstructions have been formed. Almost like there's Ooh. a buildup of iron, like, between, like, all these boggy trees that are really dense. So you got that to deal with. And then you also have, you know, all this really deep, murky, muddy water. Maybe there's yeah. a bunch of, like, iron bog bodies strewn around. That'd be interesting. Okay, so um, let me confirm... When we hit you, Richard, we won't mark progress. So we can mark progress, which means we will add three boxes of progress to our journey. Let's face danger as it's probably going to take us some time to traverse this place, and who knows what's here. Are you, are you going quickly, courageously, aggressively, stealthily, or with insight? So are we, we're not in the storm yet, right? Uh, we are not in the storm. Oh, but I don't want to miss my window. So I'm, I'm going to go quickly because I, I don't want to miss this this window. Roll plus have. edge and let's see what happens. Plus edge. Weak hit. Weak hit. On a weak hit, you succeed but face a troublesome cost. You will either suffer momentum, endure harm, endure stress, or suffer one to your supply. Ooh, I, I I think what happens is is it some like he gets caught or she gets caught in like some mud or something, mm -hmm. and maybe has to like kick like a boot off or maybe she loses like a backpack or something, full of stuff. So we lose more supply. Yeah, I, I like the idea of the boots getting kind of suctioned off your feet from uh -huh. the from the gross mud. You're gonna decrease your supply to one. We'll say that you are able to kind of get past this marsh. Uh, we're going to continue our undertaking a journey, unless you'd like to do something else, such as gather information or secure an advantage or make camp. Oh, I think, I, like, again, I mean, I, I think Ela recognizes that, like, the storm could go any direction. True. She has a very, very limited window to try to get in there. True. So she's, All right. she's just going to go. Sounds good. You're going to roll plus wits again, but without a plus one this time. Strong, strong hit. hit. On a strong hit, you reach a waypoint. If the waypoint is unknown to you, you can envision it, but you may choose one. You can either mark progress or you can take 
plus one momentum, but suffer minus one to supply and mark progress. That one. All right, your supply is going to go to zero, but your well, progress... Go ahead. Are there any, like, seriously negative ramifications of that? Well, what happens is, is you gain the condition known as unprepared, which means that um, you can't make certain moves. Uh, let me look up exactly what unprepared means. Let's see. Look in the glossary here. Unprepared, page 37. Here we go. Unprepared is marked when you are at zero supply. You and your allies share the same supply value and will mark unprepared together. Um, actually, you might have to make a roll for it, an out-of-supply roll, too. That sounds sketchy. It's oh, not uh, good. Never mind. I don't, yeah, I don't want to do that. All right. So I want to go. That's fine. You'll just gain progress. Yep. You'll just gain progress, which is still good. That's three more checkboxes on your journey. Uh, but we have a new waypoint. Roll another D100 to find out what this location is. 25. Uh, where is our locations? One second. Here we go. 25. A fen. F-E-N. A fen. Roll another D100. Eighty-nine. An eighty-nine. An expansive fen. A fen is one of many types of wetlands, and other being grassy marshes, forested swamps, and peaty bogs. Uh, fens are a kind of mire. So once again, we kind of come across just, more marshland. Just more fucking swamp. And and it's expansive. It's expansive. So we can continue. But I think we should either make camp or try to resupply or face danger. I don't know. Making camp in the middle of a swamp sounds pretty, pretty sketchy. I think face danger. I'm feeling, I'm feeling relatively reckless. I and are we still danger. moving with edge? Yes. Okay. Roll plus edge to see what happens. Weak hit. Weak hit. You face a troublesome cost. You are either suffer momentum, endure harm, endure stress, or suffer your supply. I feel like I can afford to lose some momentum. You could lose momentum. You could also lose spirit. You know, you could afford to lose it because you could say, like, you know, coming upon another, like, marshland, it's like, oh, God, it's dispiriting. You know what? Let's do that. That makes okay. sense. Because, you know, you clear one swamp, and then it's more swamp, and you're just like... <laughs> just Yeah, like, just as they were cresting a hill, they see that there's another marshland. So, decrease that spirit to four. We have... Um, under our progress, we've got six progress on this journey. We can either undertake another journey roll, or we can try to complete this journey to reach your destination. I want to finish this. Okay. Let's complete it. You are going to roll 2d10, and you hope that those d10 are under 6. Equal to or under. Well, a little bit of a risky move. A shot. Yeah. 9. That's oh. not good. Okay. <laughs> so already. All right. Well, this is a weak hit. That's okay. One for. On a weak hit, you arrive but face an unforeseen hazard or complication. Envision what you find. 
and we can ask the maybe, Oracle if we're unsure. Maybe the dragon's coming home and they see us. Oh, snap. So, let's look at the map here. So, we're just entering. Like, that That hex is just available to us, like, with the curvature of the storm. Uh-huh. And maybe, yeah, like, we, we come there. We're getting ready to put on the suit, getting ready to enter the storm. And that's when maybe we see the, 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 the wyvern. And it knows we're coming. It sees us? Does it see us? I think it does. Ooh. Maybe it doesn't know what we're doing, but I think it's, it sees us for sure. It's a dragon. It's got, yeah, like, yeah. eagle eyes. We need I to, think. I think, either face danger, because if we succeed on the face danger, maybe we can get away from it, and it doesn't see us. If we don't succeed on the face danger, maybe it sees us, and it's like, ooh, I want to add this to my horde. Ooh, sounds like a play. Hey, maybe that's a direct ticket, though. Maybe, maybe, maybe I want to fail this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so it's a. Uh, I'm sorry. What am I rolling again? I, I think we're gonna face danger, and we're gonna try yeah. to be stealthy. So we're gonna roll plus shadow. Not Probably our best. You're gonna get my wish. <laughs> mm. It can either be a miss, or you can burn the momentum and make it a strong hit. <sighs> I kind of want to get caught. Yeah. I kind of want the dragon to catch me. That sounds way so, more fun. So, <laughs> on a miss, you fail or your progress is undermined by a dramatic and costly turn of events. So, what is going to happen is uh, we have completed our journey. So, we can clear that. Uh, we can clear this. Uh, but, set the scene. What happens when this ice wyvern so, sees us? So, me and, me and my boy half... We're hanging out. We're hanging out with our stormbird, and we're putting on our magical iron space suits. Uh, we get like, oh, what if we don't finish pulling it? Okay, so for for the sake of my sanity, I'm going to say we finish putting the suits on. We're about to step in. Dragon flies overhead. We make like a half-hearted attempt to hide, but like, I mean, you're not slow. Really... You know, you've got these big suits. Yeah, on. and we're in like a fucking swamp. You know, an open swamp. There's probably not really anywhere to hide where we're not going to drown. Um, so I think the dragon sees us. Swoops down. Swoops down. Yeah. Grabs us all in like one talon. And Including whoa, the storm here bird. Here we go. Including the storm bird. Because that's <laughs> a catch. It's not going to leave that behind. So all three of us, I imagine we're in like the same claw. So we're like, good thing we got these spacesuits on or we'd be crushed yeah. to death. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and the uh, bird is carrying us off to the, the worm, as it were, is carrying us off to its lair. Interesting. So, two things to note. One, I do think that this is technically progress for our goal of returning a sample to the cartographers. So we will We're, mark. We got there. We will mark progress um, <laughs> because he is likely bringing us to his lair. Um, I also think this is progress towards finding your exiled parents. Uh, we will mark half progress for that. Um, yeah. Because this is an extreme goal, and so it's a little, it, it takes a little more time to mark progress. But this is a fabulous place to leave it as um, Ela and Half and the Stormbird are swooped up by this big ice dragon. I imagine it's got like big icicles growing on it, and it doesn't even bother to speak to us. It just picks us up, and it goes right into the storm. Um, and we'll see what happens next time. I'm so happy to be punting this off to whoever comes next. <laughs> 
<laughs> Always out of the fryer and into the frying pan with us here at Mayday uh, when we're playing Iron Sworn. This was a great session. Aaron, thank you so much for uh, participating. I hope you had fun. I sure did. So is there anything we want to say or plug before the end of our session here? Ashoka, 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 Ashoka. That's right. We are releasing episode six uh, this Friday. After that, we're going to take a short break, just a couple weeks off for Eli's sanity, for our sanity, and then we'll start releasing more episodes. Uh, but guys, we have a Patreon. If you haven't already, consider subscribing to our Twitch. Uh, either of those options always help us grow and expand the channel. But thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye! Stop the presses. Okay, we're back. I forgot to mention, we have to figure out who the, the next person is for next week. So there's Eli and there's Caleb. Caleb on odds, Eli on evens. So roll a d4, and let's see what we get, Aaron. We said odds for Caleb, right? Sorry, buddy. All right, Caleb's yep. coming back. <laughs> Caleb's coming back for next session. That's it. Now we're leaving. Bye. Bye for you. <laughs>